This message is brought to you by the CD and Internet Ministry of Rancho Baptist Church in Temecula, California. This message was recorded during our regular Sunday morning service times. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. And today our discipleship, Pastor Lou Dawson, is bringing us the Word of God from Exodus chapter 20 in the Ten Commandments, where he'll explain what it means to honor your mother. Let's join Lou. Well, with today being Mother's Day, a day set aside specifically to honor our moms, I thought it would be both appropriate and encouraging to approach this holiday from a biblical perspective. But before we look at the scriptures, just a little bit of interesting background, I'd like to take a quick look at how this holiday actually got started in the first place. Mother's Day began in the U.S. as a result of a personal crusade of a woman named Anna Jarvis. And there's her picture up there. Uh, Her campaign to recognize moms began back in 1905 after the death of her own mother, uh, whose name was Anne Marie. And years earlier, Anne Marie had voiced a desire to establish a special day to honor moms. And remembering her mother's words at the graveside memorial service for her mother, Anna resolved that she would establish such a holiday. And two years later, in 1907, after a church service commemorating the life of her mother, Anna began to actually aggressively campaign for a, for a means of establishing this holiday. And in 1908, Mother's Day was actually celebrated as an official holiday in Anna's hometown of Philadelphia. And subsequently, she mounted an even more intense campaign. And by 1909, 45 states observed Mother's Day with appropriate services. And by 1914, President Woodrow Wilson actually made an official announcement proclaiming Mother's Day as a national holiday to be celebrated every year on the second Sunday of May. And here we are. And thus, Anna Jarvis got her wish. And though today, Mother's Day has become a highly commercialized celebration, chock full of flowers and chocolates and even even bacon, heaven, heaven help us, the Bible certainly does address the central concept behind this holiday. After all, in the Ten Commandments, God instructed his people to honor their parents. And with all this background, I'd like to look at the fifth commandment of the Ten Commandments and consider its meaning and application to this day that we have set aside to honor our moms. And the title of this morning's message is, appropriately, Honor Your Mom, and our text is Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Turn there in your Bibles as we consider this very, this very concise verse. Well, the Lord is speaking here, and He instructs His Israelite listeners to honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. Now, as we study this passage together this morning, we'll consider it from three different aspects. And the first we'll look at is the meaning of honoring your parents. 
And then we'll look at the blessing of honoring your parents. And lastly, we'll look at the application of honoring your parents. So first off, let's consider the meaning of honoring your parents. And of first importance, honoring your parents is a command of God himself. And it's not something ob- obje- it's not something optional in God's thinking. Honoring parents is really a practice that everyone must do. And not surprisingly, the command is actually repeated in other places in God's word. In Leviticus chapter 19, verses, verse 3, the Lord states this command in a little different way. Every one of you shall reverence his mother and his father. I am the Lord God. And in fact, this command was so important that in the Jewish community, dishonoring your parents actually brought a curse. In Deuteronomy 27:16, Moses tells the assembled people of Israel, Cursed is he who dishonors his father and mother. But not only was honoring your parents a command of God, this command was of particular importance to our Lord. When you look at the Ten Commandments that God gave the people of Israel in Exodus 20, you'll notice something pretty interesting about it. The first four commandments all have to do with how we love God. And then the second six commandments talk about how we love others. And at the very head of the commandments about loving others, the very first one is the fifth commandment that we're studying this morning. And you may remember that when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, God had written them on two stone tablets. And though we don't know for sure, many scholars think that one of the tablets contained the loving God commandments, which is Numbers 1 through 4, and the other tablet contained the loving others commandments, Numbers 5 through 10. And if that was indeed the case, the commandment to honor your parents was at the very top of the second tablet. And when you stop and think about it, the high place that the Lord gives this commandment, it really makes sense. In God's plan, the family is the central institution of learning. The family is the place where spiritual values are to be communicated from one generation to the next. The family is the place where the value of human life is to be learned, which is the essence of commandment number six. The family is the place where the beauty of the monogamous marriage relationship is to be observed and learned, commandment number seven. The family is the place where sharing and considering one another is more important than ourselves is learned, the essence of commandment number eight. The family is where we learn to speak truth to one another in love, which is commandment Number nine, the family is the place where we learn to be grateful and contented with what the Lord has given us, the essence of commandment number 10. But when parents are disrespected by their children, God's design for growing and learning in the family is short-circuited. 
honoring parents is really, it's the critical starting point of God's design for the family. So what does God mean when he commands his people to honor their parents? The Hebrew word here is rooted in the idea of of making heavy. Uh, Honoring parents means that we, we ascribe worth to them and we even glorify them. It means that we value or prize them highly. The scriptures use this same word, honor, in describing the acclaim that we're to give to the Father and the Son in the book of Revelation. John commented this, he said, And every created thing in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things in them, I heard them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor, there's that word, and glory and dominion forever and ever. Obviously, in this case, the Father and the Son are deserving of the honor that's ascribed to them. But the scriptures also talk about giving honor to persons who were not necessarily deserving of it. In fact, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17, the Apostle Peter tells his readers this. He tells them to honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the king. Now, the interesting thing about this verse is that when Peter penned this, the king, or in this case, the emperor, was none other than the evil, Christian-killing emperor Nero. Yet Peter tells the Christians of his day that they must show respect and honor to this man. Why? Because God is the one who put Nero in this place of authority. In Romans chapter 13, verse 1, Paul commented that there's no authority except from God, and that which exists are established by God. Even so, with parents, we honor them because God has placed them in a position of authority over us, whether or not they act honorably. So having considered the meaning of honoring Parents. Now let's look at the blessing of honoring our parents. Look back at our text in Exodus. We look back there. We see the blessing in the second half of Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, where the Lord says to honor your father and mother that your way, that your days may be prolonged in the land. And though Israel was promised great blessings for keeping the whole law, it's Interesting that commandment five is really the only one of the commandments that has a specific promise attached to it. And that blessing is prolonged life. Now, it's important to notice that what is promised is not long life, but prolonged life. Honoring parents yielded extended life in the promised land, and by extension the blessings of things going well with them. In the second giving of the Ten Commandments, in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses kind of brought out this principle a little more thoroughly. He said this, he said, Honor your father and your your mother, get this up there, as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be prolonged 
and that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord God has given you. And the Apostle Paul pulls this same commandment blessing into the new covenant of grace. And he quoted this same passage in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. So the blessing of things going well and extended life applies to believers in Jesus Christ as well. These blessings are promised to all believers who, in obedience to God, honor their parents. So we've looked at the meaning of honoring your parents and the blessing of honoring your parents. And last but not least, let's consider the application of honoring your parents. For children, the Apostle Paul makes the application of honoring your parents quite clear. Now, prior to quoting this fifth commandment, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, Paul exhorts, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So for children, the clear application of honoring, par- of honoring parents is to obey them. Now, in God's eyes, this is the right thing to do. Now, it's important to clarify a few things about this command. First of all, it's given to children. And the word here that's used for children would include all children that are living in a dependent relationship with their parents who have not yet left home. Now, when a child becomes an adult and leaves the home, their responsibility to obey their parents ceases, but their, but their responsibility to honor their parents continues on. Now, secondly... A child's obedience to his parents is not unlimited. If asked to do something that the Lord very specifically forbids, such as, you know, stealing something or lying, a child must obey God rather than man. And even in such a dramatic situation, (coughs) excuse me, the book of Daniel chapter 1 illustrates the principle of appealing to an authority figure before you choose to disobey them. And for any of you kids this morning here in the service, I want to issue a challenge to you. One that was given to me as a teen. Remember that the Lord attaches a promise to His command to obey their parents. Here's the promise. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may live long on the earth. You see, if you will commit to obeying your parents, then God commits that he will make sure that things go well with you. That is a pretty cool promise. I took the Lord up on this promise back when I was 16 years old and I committed myself to obeying my parents. And I can testify that he did indeed watch over me and make sure that things well with, went well with me. And I'd encourage any of you kids here this morning to think about this and take God up on his promise. Now let's consider ways that us adults can honor our parents, and more specifically, our moms, honoring our moms, since this is Mother's Day. As a starting place, let's look together at 
Proverbs chapter 10, verse 1, where it says, A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son is a grief to his mother. Ask any moms or dads who are Christians, and they will tell you that having an adult child who chooses to live in disobedience to the Lord brings grief to their souls like few other things. You see, living away from the Lord is its foolishness. And persistently living in sin, as the Scripture says, it's hard. It's heartbreaking for a Christian parent to watch their child rebel against the Lord. And the opposite is as true as well. When children seek to walk in loving submission to the Lord, it brings great joy to parents, and especially to moms. So if you really want to honor your mom, walk in a loving, obedient relationship with the Lord. Love Him with all of your heart. As a parent of grown children myself, I can confidently tell you that there is nothing better that you could do to honor your mom. Jesus himself also provided an example of how to honor our moms. The background to the story is that Jesus had been crucified and was suffering unimaginable agony. His poor mother was standing there, right there with Jesus, having her own heart just torn out as she watched him suffer. Yet in spite of this, notice what Jesus did for his mom. When Jesus Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, John, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple John took her into his own household. You see, by the time Jesus' mother was to this point, she was a widow. And not only that, her oldest son was dying before her very eyes, and her means of supporting herself was very, very limited. And despite the horrific pain and suffering, Jesus took care of his mom when she was in this very vulnerable state. With Jesus' example in mind, we can honor our moms by taking care of them as they age. And this can involve everything from simply just keeping an eye on them all the way up to completely taking care of them in your own household. And especially as caregiving becomes more extensive, we honor our parents as we care for them with love and tenderness, not with an attitude of resignation. The Apostle Paul helps us understand another way that we can honor our moms. In 1 Timothy 5, verses 1 and 2, Paul exhorts his fellow pastor Timothy. He tells him, Do not sharply rebuke an older man, but rather appeal to him as a father, and to younger men as brothers, and older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters in all purity. Timothy was evidently tempted to be impatient with some of the older saints in his congregation and speak harshly with them. 
Paul exhorts Timothy to be very, very careful with his words, appealing to the older men and older women in the congregation with gentleness, coming alongside them as if he had his arm around them. As our moms age, it's all too easy to get impatient with them. They may not think quite as quickly as they once did. Sometimes they can be a little bit forgetful. But we honor our moms when we are patient with them and are polite and respectful to them, allowing the inevitable results of aging to arouse compassion in us rather than impatience. In my own life, the Lord has been challenging me to become better at honoring my mom. Last November, my mom's companion and her husband of 61 years, my dad, passed away. And this loss has been, it's been very painful for me, but it's been agonizing for her, as you might imagine. One of the best ways that I can honor my mom is just by spending time with her, and especially during these times of adversity. With the heavy responsibilities I have in my own life, I I can't see her face to face that often, but I've been working hard on calling her each week, and as I call her, making sure that when I do call, I've got plenty of time to just listen, to laugh with her, to share with her, to reminisce with her, and even cry with her. I really do want her to know how much I care for her and honor her in that way. Lastly, we can honor our moms by what we think about them. In Philippians 4, verse 8, Paul exhorts the Philippian Christians. He says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely... Whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. And just like all of us, our moms are weak and sinful humans. But we can make a choice regarding what we choose to dwell on in our thinking. We can choose to think about our mom's shortcomings. Or we can choose to reflect on the true, honorable, right things, on the good things. And I believe that Paul would encourage us to focus on these good things. That said, I know that some of you here today, for some of you, thinking about your moms is especially challenging. Some of you here still suffer from the effects of parents that were not godly, whose words and actions have left deep and lasting scars. If this is you, in the spirit of what the Apostle Paul says here, I would encourage you to honor your mom by searching for even the smallest little positive thing that she said and did and choosing to focus your thoughts on that one positive item.
Take some time today. Um, if your mom's not around, maybe she's passed on. Honor your in your hearts. But if she's around, make sure and take some time to honor her today. Let's close this time in prayer. Father, we thank you for our moms. You are so wise to and good to give them to us. And we want to take seriously your command to honor them. Lord, help us to excel in this. Not just on Mother's Day, but every day. Strengthen us by your Holy Spirit to bring honor to you as we honor our moms. And Lord, we ask this in your Son, Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for being with us today. It's always a pleasure to serve you with this CD ministry. Here at Rancho Baptist Church, our mission is to glorify God by making disciples who love God, love others, and live to reach their world for Christ. And if you have any questions regarding this sermon, or just perhaps knowing God in a deeper way, don't hesitate to give us a call. Our phone number is area code 951-676-2911. Or you can reach us on the web at www.ranchobaptistchurch.org. That's www.ranchobaptistchurch.org. Have a great day in the Lord, and God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.